0: Hello, and welcome to Causing a Storm, the podcast where we give you a sneak peek under the hood of the fastest growing recruitment business in the world right now. My name is Chelsea, and I'm the Global Marketing Director at Levin. And each episode, I'll be sitting down with one of our incredible team here to talk about their journeys, their learnings, and their advice on what it takes to be successful in a business like ours. Today, I'm talking to Katie Farquharson and Max Knight, VPs of Storm 2 UK and Storm 5 UK, based in London. They both joined the business in August 2020 as fresh graduates and as part of our first ever academy. In their first year, they finished in the first and second spots of our global top billers and went on to lead highly successful teams and then brands. Both are prime examples of organic growth at Levin, rising to the ranks of VP in only three years. Today, we talk about their key moments over the last few years and the importance of driving the right type of competitiveness in a recruitment team. Hi, Katie and Max, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. We're going to go straight in with the first question I would love to ask you both. Go back to August 2020. What was it about uh Storm Two, but also recruitment in general that made you want to join? And I'd love to go to you first, Katie. Yeah, so I graduated in 2020 from the University of Manchester.
1: Um I graduated from a physical geography degree, which is obviously completely different from tech <laughs> recruitment. So I originally wanted to find a job that was uh, somewhat involved with the environment, but because it was COVID, I couldn't find anything, really struggled. Ended up thinking, right, I'm gonna get a job in recruitment as loads of jobs. So just applied to loads and honestly stumbled across the storm too. Ended up getting uh call forward by Buchanan, ended up interviewing and just fell in love with it, really. I loved the thought of working in London, like the location is great, being right in central. And I thought FinTech was really interesting as well. So, yeah, that's kind of why I decided to go for it. Obviously, like career progression as well was really appealing.
0: Amazing. Do you think if Storm Four had been launched at that point, very reminded about <laughs> your sustainability, you're interested in the environment side of things like that, the the fiscal geography, would you have been tempted? No comment. <laughs> I won't tell, I won't tell, I promise. <laughs> well, moving on to uh uh Umax, funny that we just mentioned Storm Four, because that's one of the only brands you haven't been in.
2: Yeah, yeah. I would love not be <laughs>
0: Yet, I should say. <laughs> I would love to know, Max, what was it about uh, Storm 2 back in August 2020 that made you interested to join?
2: Yeah, well, um, I always wanted to, after uni, I wanted to get into sales. I went to Durham and did anthropology and archaeology and definitely didn't want to do anything to do with that. So when I left, I wanted to do something to do with sales. I'd I experienced commission-based jobs before, um, you know, working in punts and Cambridge selling punt tours um, uh, along by the river. Uh, so I wanted to, yeah, basically I, I love that competitive environment, I wanted to get into sales, you know, knew I was quite good at it. Ah. Looking at sales jobs, I really explored recruitment. And um, so... You know, when the opportunity came along, you know, it, it did seem quite similar. It was sold very similar to sales. And so, you know, and then got sold through the process with JB, GT, J-Rob. You yeah. um, know, yeah, it was, it was then a, a bit of a no-brainer to join like a very high-paced competitive environment.
0: Amazing. I love that. I also really love the fact that you were a uh, punt driver, <laughs> and, like selling the tours and kind of going, that was that's like, <laughs> background of your sales skills, where that came from. That's amazing. So I want to take you back to uh, August 2020. And uh, funnily enough, that was literally about two to three weeks after I joined as well. So we had just moved into uh, what was one FA in London. Um, and we'd gone, you know, when I joined, it, it was 13 people. You guys were our first, what we would consider our first full academy. Um, what was that like? First of all, kind of joining as a big group. There were there were 20 of you that all joined on, on that day. You went through our first full academy in the official capacity. Uh, the training, you know, you went through the 90 days, the six months fully of uh, on-floor Kind of actually working doing the job but also uh the different kind of training skills that we took apart took through at that point i should also say at this point this was the middle of 2020 which yes we were going through covid but with there was also a lot of funding going into these disrupted tech sectors and fintech was having a bit of a boom market so tell me what those first uh sort of 90 days were like for you what was your experience how did recruitment live up to the sell of uh, what we what we you know the team said about joining Storm 2 and, and Max I'd love to go to you first on this.
2: Yeah I mean you know the first 90 days always very exciting I think in um, and you just don't really know what to what to expect mm-hmm. and started off you know just just being the excitement of a new new company and trying to to do as well as i could it's a very competitive environment from from yeah. the start so you know obviously wanted to to be the first to get bites pull jobs get interviews etc it was quite hard to be honest you know especially as it it got uh, it was it wasn't as you know as the expectations grew oh, you know beyond like day 45 that's when it started to get a lot harder especially since you know i was I got a few interviews quite quickly, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't ten club for a while. Um, didn't have deal chances for a long time, and it took me quite a long time to get off the mark. And yeah. um, so taught me a lot about resilience, but you know, it was in, enjoyable as well. But well, yeah. slower
0: start for you, as you said. There, I think it was uh where we spoke before. You said it was about two months before you got on ten club, which for those listening is our. Uh, metric for success involving the amount of interviews that you um, can book in in a single week. So uh, the idea being that 10 interviews in a week is kind of early success factor metric that we measure um, in order to go on and you know be able to make those placements and, and put people into those jobs. So um, 10 Club is a really, is a key thing. George is constantly saying it all starts with 10 Club. Um, and it, you said it took, took you two months to get onto that one. Katie, what about you? It was very overwhelming. I still remember the first day and,
1: you know, joining with, and there was about 22 of us sitting next to Max. We were pitted against each other, super competitive. And it is overwhelming because... I just remember going home on the first day and thinking I don't know if this is for me like I'm not at the top of the charts I'm not getting enough bites and I didn't get a bite for quite a while actually I think it was I think it was about a month but then I remember starting to consider other opportunities and as I was talking to my mum about it I got a bite through from a company in Canada took the call and it ended up being one of our biggest accounts at the time and one of our biggest successes. So I didn't get a bite through straight away, Mm -hmm. but was pretty quick to pull some jobs. And off the back of it, I did my first deal in about six weeks. So yeah, smashed Max out of the park with that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can tell already how this conversation is going to go because for those listening, um, I should say that uh, the reason why we have asked Max and Katie to have this conversation together, not only because they start at the same time, they're both, um, you know, leaders of originally engineering functions and now uh, full brands and uh, kind of leading really big teams within the business, very much organic growth, uh, both hitting their VP promotions in under three years years from joining the business and uh on top of that in 2021 which is our first uh for both of them the first full year of billing max ended the year on as our top biller and with katie just behind him in seconds so <laughs> and for those who uh, can't see this podcast because obviously we're doing it, max did just help, held up the loser sign. <laughs> But obviously, one of the, the things both of you mentioned there was about that competitiveness. You know, from day one, you know, recruitment is a very competitive industry, not only because there are um a limited amount of of you know businesses that are, I say limited, there's obviously lots of businesses that are hiring, but um, you are trying to uh you know, beat out the competition, whether it's from a recruitment perspective, other businesses that we're working with, equally yourself, right? We we try and train it in so that you're trying to beat your own standards every single week of uh, what you're able to achieve. Both of you mentioned there that uh, it was a bit of a shock factor. Your both backgrounds are, you know, sports people, people who are competitive within sales, within yourselves, what was the probably what was the biggest learning factor of or the difference? I guess, Katie, you mentioned there around um, day one when you realised, oh, I'm not top of the leaderboard. What was <laughs> what was that like? How did you kind of? I don't want to say get over that because it's not about just you know getting over it, but like tell me about that experience of like the competitiveness and how it's uh, how you grow on, on it and how how it kind of uh, changes within the business. Yeah you're right you're like it's very it's so competitive you're competing with everyone else
1: in your academy you want to stand out you're everyone's brand new and I know Maxi was saying like just I hold myself to such a, a high standard and I mm. just wanted to be the best and I remember going home I think I said this yesterday and just being in tears over it as I just can't I just want to be the best at this but in terms of getting over it I think it just it just takes some time and just putting in a lot of effort, yeah. a lot of work and a lot of hours. And at the end of the day, if you do that, then you are going to improve.
0: So I uh, just want to dig into it a little bit further there, because you both spoke about the competitiveness. And the recruitment industry as a whole is a very competitive industry. And I know that there are some businesses out there that maybe the point of competitiveness can become a little bit toxic. And how is it from either your leadership style or from leaderships within, you know, the leaders within our business that you experienced coming up. How do we maintain that balance of it not being a toxic, competitive environment?
1: Yeah, so I wouldn't say it's toxic at all. Like, you're right. I think it firstly comes from hiring the right kind of people, I guess. Um, Everyone's so lovely and, and we're all kind of on the same wavelength. Um, and it just comes from like celebrating everybody's success so even if it's something minor like writing a great CVS or getting a buy mm. we'll celebrate that all the way up to getting the deal nice
0: what about you Max in terms of that competitiveness what drives you what is it around competitiveness and how do you kind of uh, ensure that within your team it's not kind of toxic
2: well yeah I think obviously uh, people who know me know I'm, I'm a pretty competitive person <laughs> Um, to, to say the say the least, um, but I think you know going um, it, it, you know how that translates for me is ultimately, especially when it comes to recruitment, like it's not it's not easy. I typically have found, and the same with with people I've managed, the people who work end up working the hardest. Usually, uh, nine times out of ten, end up being the the ones who who win out. Yeah. Um, so so that's you know. The competitive thing is, you know, the will to win really is, is more of like a motivator to work hard for yeah. me um, and to drive, drive me. I know, you know, yeah, there are a lot of other pe- examples in the business of, of, of similar situations and similar people. feel the same on especially from a toxic perspective i think it's about also having a positive environment i think Mm. you know when we were coming up obviously we were pretty competitive but you know i think you know we we tried to keep things positive and i know that our manager jc also did Um, and equally now like with with um you know in in terms of my teams whether in storm two six or five like it's, it's it's um yeah, it's all. Be, I've always tried to 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 make positivity one of the the, the core, um, the core parts. So we're, yeah. we're always positive on desk, celebrate success. But yeah, com, you know have to be competitive as well.
1: Yeah, just about making it fun as well, isn't it? And we, even outside of work, we go out and go do activities and just have fun. So
0: yeah, definitely. Now, for both of you, we've gone past those first 90 days, we've gone past really as we're going into sort of the six months uh, point of view. Both of you found your kind of flow in recruitment in slightly different ways, I think, bearing in mind you're both engineering backgrounds, engineering uh, recruitment backgrounds. Katie, you're known in the business for your sort of big account for those multi-hire businesses, cracking a client and then basically filling every single one of their roles. Max, on the flip side of things, your success is really built off of really senior kind of those CTO roles, those VPs of engineering, really, really senior roles. Both different approaches, but both which, as we said, know top villa and second top villa in in our second full year of business which both led you to where you are now kind of giving you the building blocks for that side of things what from Katie from your point of view why was that the approach that you kind of settled in did it just happen was it something you actively went for talk to me about that uh I don't think it was something I actively went for in the beginning I, I feel like
1: the kind of Biots and jobs that I I pull myself just tended to be those more junior roles. Um so yes, yeah, so a lot of my positions that I ended up working on were like Java and JavaScript developers in Canada. Mm. And I found that I got a lot of quick wins from that, um, which I liked. And the deals, yes, they were were much smaller, but I just enjoyed having the quicker wins and mm. building up great relationships with just a couple of accounts.
0: Amazing. You uh must have what fifty percent, even maybe even seventy-five percent of every single JavaScript person yeah. you know, on your yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot, <laughs>
0: like...
1: there's <laughs> a lot. But it's great because then you have this amazing network that you can yeah. just dive into straight away whenever you put a job that's similar, right? Yeah. It's
0: like super super specialist, right? Is, yeah. They know that you this is your specialism, so they know who to come to from that point of view. Yeah. Um, as you said, from your point of view, it's your you've built out a network so that as soon as you've got a job in that market, it's a very easy kind of easy search as such.
2: we yeah.
0: um, Said with uh, quotation marks there. <laughs> yeah. Max, talk to me about your uh, kind of approach uh, up for that, definitely for that first year, but you know and beyond in terms of those senior senior roles.
2: Yeah, I think, well, I, I, you know, I started on doing the junior ones and then, you know, I missed a few times and things didn't fall, th- fell through and yeah. I remember I was sort of falling behind and actually I had a conversation with, um, with GT and, and he, he sort of directed me, he was sort of like, you know, well, why don't you do some more senior work, you know, it's the same, you know, same amount of work but bigger fees so yeah. that's a bit of a no-brainer yeah started to to do that and you know it's quite difficult to get get it going and uh, it did take quite a few months and you've got to yeah be quite disciplined in what you're doing yeah. and what you work you know what you work and, and say no to roles and things like that to, to go after the ones you want yeah. um but yeah it was it was it was really good so over time sort of snowballed into quite a uh good network of candidates of um you know clients in the end you know and it's a great way to to actually build out accounts in the long term because yeah. you know place placing hiring managers then you know working roles for them can cross sell to my team cross sell to other people in the business you know as well as do the the big ticket deals as well yeah. and quite quickly uh you know catch up with the rest of the field who were a long long way ahead of me uh, after my <laughs> slow start so um yeah I had to do something to uh, to catch up
0: nice and you mentioned there cross sells and i just want to kind of touch on that very quickly because cross sells are something that are i would say undervalued still after 4 years in this business i think we focus so much on going after your specialisms in that scenario but cross sells actually was what pushed you into that top spot in 2021 at the at the end of full year 2021 if if it, i mean how much of how much cross sales did it do? What what was it that pushed that up? Uh, pushed you into first place.
2: I can't remember how many it was. There were a lot of accounts that I placed the the CTO or a VP yeah. or director in that you know ended up being able to build those accounts. Yeah. Um, different rules back then on the cross sales so to, <laughs> yeah, to work it all out. But um, I think it was yeah sixty thousand or something. I something along those lines, and that was yeah. Just, just by, yeah. I don't know. They there were some of them were engineering roles. A lot of them were actually engineering roles that I cross out to people in my team or. Um even Katie and one that <laughs> just one, just one. <laughs> and then also other verticals as well. yeah, uh, so, you right. know, there are a lot of other other ones I did for for others.
0: Definitely. And what a great way from a you know, from my point of view, from a brand awareness point of view, of us being able to, you know, be those real partners. I think that's the key thing when it comes to a cross sell approach. It's not only looking to receive cross-sells, but it's also being able to pitch them to your business because it's great to be able to pass those on. And show that us as a brand we're bigger than just the individual you know person that's that's placed that person or anything like that we're we're a full holistic partner of all of those roles that we can uh that are the ones that are required to build a really high successful um startup so amazing so we are now in uh november 2021 the start of our of your Second financial full financial year. Um, and we are about uh what is that must be about f- coming up to 15 months in uh recruitment for you both. What were the goals? You've just ended the year super successful as um both what roles were you? Were you managing associates at that point? Were you senior managers at that point?
2: Yeah, as an MA. I don't know. Yeah,
0: so managing associates, you've got teams at this point what was the goal for your second full year in recruitment? And I want to go to Max first on that one.
2: I think, well, in from a personal perspective, I wanted to do, get to director as quickly mm. as possible. I think I was like the fourth person to get to MA in my intake and it was about, yeah. you know, the competitive side was, you know, I wanted to get, get to director first as, as and as quickly as possible. Uh, but also from like a, a team perspective, you know, I had a, uh, great team um you know really hardworking team and I wanted to them to 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 you know be really successful so yeah I wanted to manage a a top pillar and um that was a that was a big why and 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 get my team to managers and senior manager as soon as possible
0: amazing Katie what about for you was it uh, the same sort of approach yeah mine mine was very similar
1: I think going from managing associate to senior manager I, I think most would agree is probably the hardest step um in recruitment or just the hardest promotion because you've kind of proven that you can do it and you're a good biller but now you've got to train your team and and show that you can actually manage people and make them great billers as well so i was really chasing down that senior manager promotion and of course like at the end of year my goal was really to be in that director spot
0: both of you hit that both of you got to that point and we are now coming well halfway through your third year we're basically almost at your your third year in the business but halfway through your third full financial year in the business can you give a bit of an overview of where you're at now what uh what the uh current brand you're in max (laughs) and what the what you're sort of looking back over that you know realistically like 18 months what the last 18 months what were you most proud of over the last 18 months yeah
1: so currently I'm working as the VP for storm two um so I'm running our um Storm 2 London team, that's our payments by Storm 2 and then our Storm 2 HQ is everything that's fintech apart from payments so that's about 35 people Mm -hmm. and yeah I I think what I'm proudest about is actually just I think all my achievements I'm super proud of um, doing all the deals and just helping my team get to hit their financial and their work goals as well.
0: Amazing. Max, what about you?
2: Whereabouts are you right now? Uh, I'm now at Storm Five, and I tend to be here for a while. <laughs> <Good> uh, stuff. <laughs> yeah, I run, run. am the VP of, of Storm Five. We are a retail tech uh, recruitment brand, but that's quite broad. Um, uh, so it's split down into four, four, um, four spaces, and we work two of them: uh, marketing, tech, and supply chain logistics. That's where I am right now. Um, looking back to the last 18 months, it's been quite a busy one for me. I'm quite proud of uh well, I'm proud of my team in Storm Two. Um, you know, Freddie, Alex, Marcus, they're all um leaders in 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 their in, in the business now, uh, managers, but also yeah, founding a brand in Storm Six, um, working with Beth and Storm Six and founding founding a brand. Uh, and that now flying as well and having, you know, some really successful people there that I've managed in, in store six and then being able to adapt to a third brand as well. So those are probably the, the highlights as, you know, yeah, I've moved around quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: we love it. I, I think uh, if that is not a good uh, sign of like our internal mobility and, the kind of focus on being able to, you know, go where where you're needed as well. I think that is a really good uh, example of that. And it's been awesome for you to have, uh, kind of flex your skills and realize that the recruitment skills are a core part of this and you can pivot to different sectors um you know fairly easily you know that specialism that expertise is something that you can learn and and adapt to but the recruitment skills are really really core there so um we will be looking ahead so this time in 12 months we'll be at the midway point of our fifth as a business fifth financial year for you guys um your fourth full financial year what are you most excited about um max over to you first
2: for me, I think well, it's we've it's about becoming proper specialists and and expanding on the markets that we're focusing on. Um, I've got uh, Katie mentioned earlier. You know, obviously that getting getting from MA to senior manager is the hardest hardest part, and so there's quite a group of uh, managers that this you know this time or or next year uh, this time next year would like to be at least senior managers or, yeah. or associate directors even directors um in the business and opening up new sub brands within storm five running those those sub-brands and, and and even you know we're looking to launch um storm five in new york in in february hopefully or, or even sooner you know, having people that that can step up and 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 maybe run and lead that would be be fantastic. Yeah, I think just just the team excelling and having a lot of promotions from both my September grads from this year um, my May May Academy from last last year as well, or uh, well both from last year September from last year and my May May from last year, um, as well as obviously my MAs uh, and and you know getting to senior manager, AD, director. Amazing.
0: What about you, Katie? Looking ahead, what would you like uh, to be? What position you'd like to be in in uh, twelve months' time with the team?
1: Yeah, so my mine is is kind of similar to Max. So we opened up our payments by storm 2 sub brand, which was the first sub brand launched in Levin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was about six months ago now. I
2: can't remember,
1: maybe a bit longer. Um, but that's that's been great, and want to continue down that route. So open up a couple more sub brands and just give the managers. In my team that chance to lead their own business essentially yeah. and also make room for the next wave of um, associate senior associates to come up and run their own teams as well um, and of course really excited to continue hiring and continue bringing in like fantastic graduates into storm two
0: i would love to at this point in the conversation ask you what your why's are so um katie i'd love to go to you first please what is your why yeah. So my why, I guess I'd, I'd
1: love to move overseas at mm-hmm. some point. Um, I'd love to launch or open up a location. Um, I want to go somewhere hot, uh, somewhere in the US. So you know, Miami, LA, something like that really appeals to me. But I would just love to actually launch a location, run the brands. I love Storm 2 and I'm very loyal, unlike Max. Yeah. <laughs> um, But... Uh, at some point I would love to to do that once um you know we, we've uh, achieved everything that mm. we want to achieve. I guess more silly and more silly other stuff is um I like the nicer things in life, definitely. And I love uh designer handbags, so I want to continue buying designer handbags um and just going out for like nice restaurants and nice holidays, things like that, just being um, financially free, really. Love that.
0: What about you, Max? What is your why?
2: My why's changed quite a lot because you know, you know, over time I, I've hit my different wise. I want to lead Storm Five in multiple locations and have a successful leadership team that I manage. Uh, from a personal perspective, I would like to buy a house in London with my girlfriend in the next year. Um, and so you know, hitting all all the work wise will enable me to do that. Now, after you know, a few you know, quite a few years of of trying to get to that, that point.
0: Love that. I love how even at this moment in time, you're still so competitive with each other. Katie says she wants to go and uh, run an office and you say Mm -hmm. you want to run multiple offices. (laughs) Last question, which we are ending all of the conversations in this series with is, what is your favourite question to ask in an interview? So when you are interviewing someone, Uh, Max, I'm going to go to you first on this one.
2: Yeah, so um. My as as throughout the podcast, obviously the competitive stuff is a a theme, and that's my my favourite question is is uh, around that. Um, I think it's quite stat classic, to, you know, to ask someone if they are you know, how they're competitive. But instead of doing that, I like to to really ask um, when when was the last time you were competitive, and usually I'll ask when have you uh, been competitive last, not in a sports setting. Yeah, nice. you, know, you know, we do get a lot of people who work in who sorry play team sports and things yeah. like that and you know you can you know, hide um mm-hmm. so you know it's it's small things like playing monopoly with a family or or you know cycling to work and racing some random person the bus. <laughs> you know, racing the bus or, or, or you know going up i think someone said once going up escalators like against someone else racing someone random there like lots of bit bit more small things but sort of show the mindset rather than just a bit of a a standard competitive answer
0: love that love that what about you Katie what is your favorite (laughs) question to ask in an interview yeah my
1: my question I think is is pretty standard but I just love asking people what their friends and family would say about them I think it tells you everything you need to know about a person whether they can give you a bit of a jokey honest answer back whether they're dead serious it just tells you exactly what kind of person they are and whether they'll fit into the culture we've
0: created here love that um i would ask you both to answer answer each other's questions but i'm not going to do that
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Katie, max thank you so much for joining me uh in this conversation it's been an absolute pleasure having you here have a fantastic uh, next six months. Let's hope that we, we hit all of those goals uh, as we come into the la- the second half of our financial year. Um, and I am very much looking forward to you both uh, leading different offices globally, hitting your, your future-wise, um, and both of your teams kind of excelling and hitting those promotions
2: too. Thank you so much, guys. Bye-bye.